Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, I'm set for the night. So I'm doing the show. Kentucky's on. Jeff Shepard's son. Get to watch him. They're playing Mississippi State. They're at Rupp Arena. This is good. There's good college basketball on. What's Kentucky now? Number eight, I think. Um, so, good. And, and the local kid from Quaker Valley. And the other kid from Elizabeth Forward, Trey Mitchell. So, here we go. There's a good basketball game on, and I'm talking to you about the Stillers and so much more. 412-928-9370. In about 15 minutes, I cannot stop thinking about something Paul Zeiss said to me. I can't, and I need to tell you all about that. And also, should the NFL step in and do something about a particular owner? Uh, by the way, fan Twitter, that's brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. I do want to get into Kenny Pickett. First, let's talk to Dennis and Cheswick. Hi, Dennis. How are you? Happy New Year, Colin. Great show. Thank you, Dennis. I appreciate it, as always. Hey, Colin. I'm 70 years old and five months old. Hey, it's getting late in the game, buddy. But uh, I'm starting to give up on him shooters like you. But uh, our Rooney, he's a lazy guy. Besides having no cordions, he don't want to go out. He's making so much money, he don't even care to look for another coach. And then he's got that Rooney rule. Him and his dad started that Rooney rule. He don't want to make himself look bad if he uh, terminates Mike Tomlin. Yeah, see, I, I couldn't disagree more. I It's convenient for people to say. It really is. Well, there's Mike Tomlin. He's the black guy they hired. Rooney rule. I, I, I don't take offense because it's just opinion from people, but I think that line of thinking is dead wrong. The reason Mike Tomlin still gets re-upped and is still the coach and is still that guy and is still somebody that the Steelers employ is because of continuity, not because of Keller Viskin. Honestly, he's the guy that they want because they don't want to go through a hiring process again. They don't want to hire somebody else. And they look at that. There's been three coaches since 1969, and they value that. It doesn't have any – and to me, it's – and look, it's just opinion. I think it degrades what Mike Tomlin has done as a coach. As much as we complain about the recent pay, he's done a lot as a coach. And as much as I don't think regular seasons mean anything, he wins a lot of football games. So when people say, and you read through the lines, he's only kept around because he's black, it's pretty much what people are saying when you say that. I look at it and I say, you're just, you're wrong. He's kept around because they like continuity. That's been proven not just by Art Art II, not just by his father, but by his grandfather as well. They like to run a stable organization. 
So it doesn't get to the point where I get offended and want to yell and scream at people. I just think they're dead wrong about that. Fan text line hit us there. Brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates. Personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Are you bothered by Kenny Pickett ducking the media availability yesterday? You know, it didn't necessarily show any leadership qualities. I'll tell you that much. It doesn't bother me, but I wish he would have stuck around and done it. If he is the guy who's a captain and he's the guy that's supposedly a leader and he's a guy that you have as your number one guy in the depth chart next year, why would he do that? And then that parlay, the second leg of that parlay now, is Deontay Johnson coming out and saying, yeah, I want to play with Mason Rudolph next year. That's not a fun time for Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett, for me, has shown in the past month or so, he's mentally frazzled some. And I'll tell you exactly how. One, he didn't stick around for this. Media availability. And two, it might not have been his insistence. But if you can't see he was kept as QB1 on the depth chart to soothe his ego, to make sure that he didn't fall, to make sure that it didn't screw with him in between the ears, if you can't see that, you're just blind. That's exactly why that happened. You know, I was back in the middle ground like, okay, and this was as late as yesterday afternoon. All right, give it a go, Kenny Pickett. Let's roll with it. See what happens next year. He'll be your guy. You go into the season. What? Now I'm abandoned ship on this guy. Totally. After not showing up at the media availability yesterday and all that plays into it, how do you look? Because it's one thing to be a right tackle. It's another thing to be an inside backer or something. Your quarterback needs to be the most forceful leader. I don't need a rah-rah, yell-and-scream guy. I don't need somebody that is out there all the time being in everybody's face. But what I do need is somebody that doesn't run away from those big moments. It feels like Kenny Pickett has run away from a couple really big moments in the recent past. One, yeah. He didn't show up at the media availability. And two, even if it wasn't him that said, I need to be on the depth chart, they did it as a calculated move to make sure that he didn't buckle emotionally. This is something that then you wonder just how much that is relatable to on the field. If your leader can't handle that kind of stuff, do you want him? Do you want him on the 16-yard line? With three minutes and 15 seconds to go, down five points, needing to go the length of the field, saying, here's the ball, let's go, let's do it. That's translatable skill to me. And I'm not so sure Kenny Pickett's cut out to do it at the biggest level. Again, I was on the fence up until maybe a day or so ago. I don't know how he is gets himself back into good graces as the leader of this football team. My man, Breadman in Pittsburgh. And Breadman's a Pitt guy, too. Breadman loves Pitt. Where are you on picket right now, Breadman? Me and you are like-minded, dude. It's pretty scary. I, I was the same way. I was, ah, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, I, I'm like you. Like, I really could care less whether he goes out and talks to the media. But I will say this. If he did do that, I'd be like, okay, okay. Showing a little sign of leadership. You know, that's a good quality. That's what you want in a captain, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what you want in your quarterback 100%. So that would have really, you know, said, okay, he's turned a corner and he's ready to move on. 
But he didn't do that. So the way I look at it is, like you said, the little things count. If you can't walk out there and say, you know what, I'm going to compete next year and I have a lot to prove, and that would have been the best thing to say. But he didn't do that. So he's a pretender. He's a pretender, and he's not the best quarterback on the roster. And he might know that, too. He might know that. Yeah, that's the scary part because you know what? Mason Rudolph and Mitch Trubisky, it feels like when they knew they were the backup, they still said all of those things you just went over. Right, they did. And and maybe it was because both of them were starting quarterbacks in the league before and they just they know how to do it. Um, But this guy had a couple of different opportunities to show people that he was able and willing to be the leader, and he just he hasn't done it. You know, it's a maturity thing, whatever it is. I mean, he's 25. He should be beyond that. But um, but I had a Mike Tomlin comment. Let's Can I go. get that through to you? Let's do it, Brad, man. So this is how I think of Mike Tomlin. And, look, I don't have anything against Mike Tomlin. It is what it is, like you said. You know, nothing's going to change. This is the way it's going to be. He's going to be the, the coach of the team, and we just have to live with it. Mike Tomlin, this is how I look at it. You're walking down the Appalachian Trail. Beautiful scenery. Say you're on a bike and you're headed to D.C. Great trip planned ahead. And you look up into this beautiful terrain and you see an old 500-year-old dead oak tree right on the hill. Uh That's Mike Tomlin's coaching tree. There is zero tree. And he has nothing. And it's because of ego. It's because he doesn't want somebody smarter than him to be down there. He wants the limelight. In the, in the background, maybe he comes off to us that, you know, he's, he's a Steeler guy. The standard is the standard. It's an ego thing. And it's really funny, too, Colin, because didn't this guy come from Tony Dungy's tree? Yes. He thinks he could learn a little bit coming from Tony Dungy, who gave him an opportunity. You would think he would be able and willing, he is able, would be willing to do the same coming from Tony Dungy, who is the classiest dude on planet Earth. How is that possible? Yeah, Breadman, good call. It just it it baffles me from a hundred different directions. It just it really does. It baffles me from a hundred different directions. But now is the time that they need to force themselves in and push themselves in. And I'm not convinced they're gonna do this. And say, here, Mike, here is your offensive coordinator. Take it or leave it. This is the guy. Like, they should hire me as a consultant. I'm not saying I could fix the Steelers. I guarantee I could get them going in the right way offensively. Okay, Art, here's the deal. You have tons of money. Let's go to the bank. Here we are. We're going to move this amount of money over to this guy's bank account, right? It's either going to be the coordinator in Houston or it is going to be the pass game coordinator with the 49ers. Let's go. These two guys. Wire transaction, get them here. They're the offensive coordinator and essentially lead half of the building on the south side. That's how we fix this. And if you're unwilling to do that, then it's just going to be humdrum, same old, same old, same old. Bill is in Charleroi. Hi, Bill. Yes, sir. I have a couple theories I want to run by you. These should be good. Go, Bill. Number one, why was Canada brought into the Steelers with his credentials? I don't know. He was not ever qualified to be the offensive coordinator. Let's tread over some new ground. Do you have anything that's new ground, though? Because I want to advance this this tonight. Well, my theory was because there was a scholarship involved. I'm tired of talking about the same things we've been talking about for six months. Do you have anything new? Okay, why why was Pickett drafted? 
I think Kenny Pickett was drafted because Mike Tomlin saw him as the best um, NFL-ready quarterback in a really weak quarterback class. Well, that's that's your theory. Mine is because of Canada. Told how about you? That- how about we just don't ask the questions and you tell me what your theories are, and then we can we can tighten this up a little. All right, my theory is scholarship and rubbing each other's back with Canada and Pickett. Okay, but Canada never coached Pickett. He never what? He never coached Pickett. I thought he coached him at Pitt. No. Okay, that's my mistake. Thanks, Bill. Uh, Let's move this forward. Again, that's why I'm exhausted with all this. It's all old material. Let's find some new things with all this at 412-928-9370. Like, does it bother you that Kenny Pickett didn't show up for the media availability yesterday? Sean's in Pittsburgh. Hi, Sean. Yeah, um, I just want to touch up on the uh, Kenny not showing up for the media availability. Um, It it does not bother me in in the very slightest, only because of what had happened a few weeks ago when there was an attempted character assassination on him in which he came out and said, you know, he didn't have any issues with, you know, Mason taking over as QB1 and all this stuff. Might might I ask you something, though? Yes. Let's peel that apart because you do make a really good point, Sean. But was that attempted character assassination, that you, the way that you put it, was that done by one person or was that done by a lot of people? Because through my eyes, it seemed like it was only done by one person, maybe two. It was, for the most part, you could say it was done by one person, but then you have other people that go and say, oh, yeah, wait a minute, that makes total sense, yeah. And like So then they start parroting it. And the more people that parrot it, go and make it seem like it's the truth when it's the furthest thing from the truth. So, like like I say, for him to not show up for the media availability, it doesn't bother me because of all that. If, if there was a legitimate reason for him not showing up, like he was sick or something, then it makes a lot more sense. If they told him to stay, you know, stay away, then that's a different look for the the front office and everyone else that's involved in the like under Tomlin, Rooney, Omar Khan, even from that point. Yeah, I don't think they told him to stay away. Uh, each guy has his own agenda. It was as few guys as I could ever remember at the media availability. It, it just was. And for the text that comes in say, Canada recruited Kenny to Pitt. Uh, he never played a snap for him. The theory that people – he never played a snap for him. And also, there was a big coaching staff that recruited Kenny to Pitt. It wasn't Matt Canada – that did it, um, you know, unilaterally. Not It wasn't like Matt Canada was the only coach on that staff when Kenny Pickett was in, a, was in high school that went and recruited him. That wasn't the case at all. It was a big, swathing recruiting effort to get Kenny Pickett. And then when he got here, Matt Canada was gone. So the ties between those two guys that there's some big, deep-seated history, they're just flawed. 412-928-9370 is that number. I'm moving it along. I'm bored with this. I'll be quite frank with you. I'm bored with it. Zeiss said something to me that is humorous that we must get into coming up next. And also, should the NFL make somebody stand down a little bit? This is a real story we must talk about in just a moment here. Vacations begin here. Pittsburgh Travel Showcase presented by AAA Travel January 19th through the 21st. David L. Lawrence Convention Center. There's exclusive discounts and convenient one-stop shopping. Tickets, pittsburghtravelshowcase.com, where your adventure is waiting for you. Call from mom. Answer it. 
Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Super Sullivan, Sullivan Super Service, I should say. I can't read. Fan Hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. Coming up, I'm going to tell you in just about 15 minutes how someone all, uh, is getting clowned on all from people all around this country, and it's it's only a little bit their fault, really. Somebody's getting dunked on by so many people, and that shouldn't be the case. But I can't get past this. Now, I don't know how many um, degrees it is right now, right? Three degrees outside, five degrees outside, zero degrees outside. Who knows? All I know is it's cold. Well, I brought this up the other day to Zeiss. Zeiss, and I said, you know, Paul, one of the greatest inventions in, I don't know how long it's been around, but in a lot of cars, is the remote starter. You get your keys, there's a little button on there, simply hit it. In my mind, you press it twice, bang, the car starts up. Now, I thought this was a put-on for a while from Zeiss, but it wasn't. Dead serious from Zeiss. One, he says, no, not a chance, for fear of a some kind of fire, right? His car catching fire. He didn't want it in his car because it could catch fire or something could happen bad when it's unattended and it's on, like you never left your car running before. But the bigger problem for Zeiss is theft. He thinks somebody could just jump in his car while he has the keys and start it up and go. Now, for me, honestly, the remote starter, it ranks up there. I don't have a list of things that are inventions or things that are kind of modern conveniences that I have that I have a big long list of like 100 or whatever. I don't have that on me. But if you held me down and made me, like took a whole day or a weekend and made me list the things, I'm telling you, it'd be pretty high. And it's also dependent on where you live. And where we where we live, we get these big wide swinging uh, separations in temperature and in weather. You know, during the summer, it could be 95 degrees with 89% humidity. And then in the winter, like today, it could be 12 degrees outside and freezing cold. So you can utilize it on both ends of the spectrum. And it is fantastic. For it to be the year 2024 now, and it's not a 90-year-old man, it's Paul's ice. For it to be a non-starter for someone like that, I don't know why my brain is wired like this, but I have not 
stopped thinking about Paul just absolutely giving it a hard no, I'll pass, I'd rather go out of my car and freeze for like the first five minutes that it's on or sit there and heat it all up or it not. The other thing too, if you started at the right time and let's say the windows are fogged up or they have frost on them or even snow on them, it gets warm enough that it eliminates that stuff before you get out there. David's in the North Hills. Hi, David. Hey, Colin. Hey, just heard everything you're saying about Paul and the remote starter. You know, I got to I got to jump in on that one with you. I, I'm a little bit concerned that these car dealerships are starting to put a, a subscription paywall behind the remote starter options. So I don't know if you can talk to some of your your sponsors about that. But I think <laughs> wait, that wait, more wait, of a wait, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Everything has a subscription paywall for the most part. That you go and it's an it's an added feature, right? Like we're at the point in life now where power windows and power doors and stuff like that come with all the cars, but everything is an add-on, isn't it? It could be a, a part of the package as an add-on, like one-time payment. But putting a monthly subscription behind it just to start no, your car. No, who has that? Do you, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. They, especially for the smartphone app, they they make you pay a monthly fee to just start your car through the app. Oh, see, mine mine is right on the key fob, if you will. Right. So, wait a minute. You're telling me that it's part of – how much is it a month? Uh, it depends on the dealership, but, like, Subaru and all of them have been doing it for a while. And you know who started this, Elon Musk, whenever you had to pay up to get extra horsepower on your electric motor. I don't fool with him. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't mess with him. Although I did have an electric <laughs> car for, like, you know, I, I rotate some cars in and out and drive and stuff. I had a Mach-E for about a week, like uh, a couple weeks ago. It was yeah. an insanely great car, except I had um, I had like battery anxiety. Like that was the only thing. I had range anxiety. That was the only negative. It was probably yeah. the best car I've ever driven in my life. That Mach E, very fast. Oh, certainly. I, I went like it was like you stepped on the gas. Though it was like a golf cart. It just took off, and then you felt like it was you were in the front seat of a roller coaster where you got pushed back in your seat. Um, but I wait a minute. The, the, go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Like I said, the eeriest thing about the electric cars, though, is when you like put your car in reverse and you don't hear like the engine like hum. You know, it just feels a little like like it's like so quiet. This it's, had like, like a little bit of a ding, like ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding. About the remote starter, though, that is so. What other options? Now you have me just totally intrigued, David. What other options on your app come with a surcharge that are, that you can either turn on or off, but it's dependent on if you pay. It depends on the dealership, and they're all just trying to follow the Elon model. But I did want to pivot real quick because I know I'm taking up a lot of time. No, you're not. I no, I, no I, this is much more interesting to me than Mike frickin' Tomlin. What are well, the other enough. ones? Like, okay, the, uh, the remote starter, what else? Well, I did want to ask you. I have a curious, just more of a, a pondering question. Go ahead. Do you think that Pat Narduzzi and maybe even Mark Whipple may have had some impact on how Kenny, like, you know, is like acting now that things have gotten tough? Because we've seen dudes, you know, He's kind of gone off the wall, you know. Oh, they're booing in their own stadium and all this stuff, you know, throughout the years. Whenever things aren't going well, and he doesn't seem to handle it well. Do you think that's kind of been emulated by Kenny in a way? No, I think that Kenny feeling slighted and feeling jaded in a way is what's caused this. What do you think's caused it? Well, I, I mean, obviously there's a lot of pressure on Kenny to, you know, now, especially in the situation he's in now. I think, you know, a lot of people, and I don't want to rehash, but a lot of people have said, like, oh, he deserves a chance with another coordinator and stuff. But I think you're right about, like, I'm really disappointed as an alum especially 
with what he did today. I really thought, you know, Brooke and everybody else saying he's been such a, a class act. He's been a bona fide, you know, representative of the, of the team. And then all of a sudden today, it's kind of like, you know, a bratty, you know, stance where he's not, he doesn't want to deal with, you know, well, taking he had been. media about his future. Like, you know? that, that is, uh, that's factual, like, at least to me and yeah. everything, in, in all my interactions with him and in the way, in everything I've read about him, but in my personal interactions with him, like, he's been nothing but a real stand-up guy, David. That's what's quizzical Exactly. Exactly. As a pit alum, I'm, fr- I'm frustrated with what he did today, and I really hope it doesn't turn into a trend. So I just had to ask because I was really curious about the dudes factor. And as for Mike Tomlin, it's getting really hard for me not to view him as Marvin Lewis, man, like since at least 2016. I feel like, you know, the talents there, we, I think of like Chad Johnson and when they had Carson Palmer over there, you know, we, we're seeing the same like pattern here. They just can't win that playoff. Perfect game. and, and Pac Man and all those guys. Yeah, exactly. The, the, the talent is going to be there on the Steelers, but I'm very concerned that we're not seeing that evolution, at least a deep playoff run. I know everybody da- the dogs on the Cowboys, and I certainly enjoy it, you know, since 95 and all that fun stuff, but we're not that far behind the last seven years, you know, I feel like, and that's concerning. crazy you say that. Thank you for the call. Somebody had one of those, like, sort of circular uh, memes, right, where it says Dallas Cowboys in the middle, and then it says – preseason hope then it draws an arrow like quarterback underachieves then it draws an arrow gets together and wins some games in the regular season then it has an arrow disappoints in the postseason and then the arrow goes back to preseason hype you know it's just this circle and it was a Steeler fan I saw today and they tweeted that out or put it on Instagram or whatever and I just didn't feel like going back and forth with them I wanted to write back though how blind are you to not see you can erase Dallas Cowboys and put in Pittsburgh Steelers. Are you really making fun of the Cowboys when this cyclical life that you're pointing at and in 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 making and in laughing at the Dallas Cowboys is the exact same cyclical life that we live here in Pittsburgh? All right, to this TMZ, and I know a lot of people still make fun of TMZ, right? You know they get a lot right. They get just about everything right. And so, listen to this story. So, the Colts released a statement about Jim Irsay's health, owner Jim Irsay, saying he's still recovering from his, quote-unquote, respiratory illness. And they're going to have further comment down the road. Well, TMZ found out he was lying in his bed unresponsive, cold to the touch, gasping for air during a suspected overdose in December. Now, this was eight days before the Steelers played them, and I believe he was at that game. So... Carmel Police Department documents, which TMZ got, show that cops were dispatched to Ursay's big old house around 4.30 a.m. on December 8th after someone said they'd found the, the Colts owner unconscious in a bathroom floor with blue skin tone. When they first got there, they said uh, he'd been moved to his bed by someone where he was struggling to breathe, constricted pupils, and a weak pulse. They attempted to wake him. They couldn't get him up. They gave him Narcan. He responded slightly. They tried to get an AED to him, but paramedics arrived and took over life-saving efforts. So it it passed from the first responder was the cops on the scene, then the paramedics got there. He eventually got transported to a nearby hospital. It has been widely reported, and he's talked about it, about his drug use in the past. And he said there's been 15 times or so that he has been in rehab. That said, 
Does the NFL need to step in and be caretakers of this organization? Do they need to, if he can't get it under control, and I understand the compassion that we have for people who are, uh, who are addicted and people that are going through strife and struggles and things, but is there a point in time to where we think that the NFL should step in and say, hey, we're going to have to do something here. Maybe it's time that we step in, and maybe it's time that we jump in, and maybe we force you to sell, and we force you to get out of this business because this is headed down a bad, bad road. And what the NFL doesn't want are more of these kind of stories. And they were pretty close to an NFL owner having an OD, allegedly, at least reported, and not waking up. And then dealing with that, it's going to be something to keep an eye on because I don't think we've seen the last of this at all. I'm going to tell you coming up next, exactly somebody who is probably being misrepresented. They're being dunked on by everyone in this country. They're being laughed at. And sure, it's their fault a little bit, but not fully their fault. And I'll tell you exactly why and how. That's next. Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line brought to you by, well, Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Got a great event, Doug Whaley, 93.7 The Fan, Ala Familia, Blue Pearl Cigar Lounge. Going to host tonight of Cigars, Fun, Football. Monday, January 29th, 6 to 8, dinner, cigar, drinks, uh, with your specially priced ticket, just $93.70 plus tax and gratuity. Only 25 are available for this exclusive event. So call a restaurant and join Doug and 93.7 The Fan, Ala Familia, Blue Pearl Cigar Lounge. 412-488-1440. That's 412-488-1440. Uh, so much going on in this bitterly cold night. I'm watching a couple college basketball games. We're talking Steelers. At 8 o'clock, I want to ask you this. All right, so you get a seat at tomorrow's noon press conference with Mike Tomlin. What do you ask? You get one question. At 8 o'clock, you chime in at 412-928-9370. What do you ask? All right, this is making all the rounds today. So there is a news reporter. News, not sports. So think of it in terms of Shumway or somebody like that. In Tampa, who is asking Todd Bowles, the Tampa coach, about the impending trip to uh, Detroit this week, okay? And we've seen this. Everybody's seen the clip, uh, but I'm going to play it for you for context. This was yesterday at his news conference. Coach, uh, looking forward towards um, Detroit. Um, the weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams uh, today. It's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures we tend to talk to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit? You do know we play indoors, right? They got a dome. I don't um, No, nothing planned. We're, we're indoors and we only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus, going under the thing, so we'll be okay. All right, that's Todd Bowles and a reporter. And so in our – and look, I'm, I'm guilty of this sometime. In our 
rush to make fun of people all the time. In our gotcha society, we said, oh, look at this stupid sports reporter. And I saw Jason Whitlock, who's a goof. He just replied and took that clip and wrote D-E-I, diversity and inclusion, equality and inclusion or whatever. You know, as opposed to pretty much saying, this is a woman, and that's why. Well, let me fill you in on something. And I'm somebody that is all about entertainment as much as possible. Really, I really am. But in our barstool, cheap laugh society, this is exactly what happened here. Here is somebody in a shrinking newsroom that obviously knows nothing about sports. It ain't their job to know anything about sports. And apparently, at this Tampa place, they used to have three sports reporters. They got none now. And they said, hey, this is high, or they have none full time. This is high time for people to be excited about the Tampa Bay Bucks because they just won a playoff game. They probably weren't supposed to win, or maybe they were against Philly. Go ahead over to Todd Bowles' press conference. Should she have done a better job of maybe looking into where Detroit plays? Yeah, probably. But whenever you get into squeezes in workforces and you get into shrinking uh, newsrooms and you get into things like this, you're grabbing people who have no idea about things and thrusting them into situations, and this is what you get. I don't come down so far as to say I feel terrible that people are making fun of this woman. But I also don't go on the other side where, all right, I need to run to social media and dunk all over this woman. Sometimes it's okay to investigate the situation a little bit and have a little bit of class and maybe have a little bit of understanding for the situation. So that's what I did. I said, wait, this is just off. I know, you know, everybody that's way into sports knows. They play at Ford Field. It's inside. And the cheap and easy thing to say is, what a buffoon. What an idiot. What a what a knucklehead. How the hell can you not know that? Well, what if they grab me, who I don't know everything about sports, but I know a decent amount about sports, and said, there is a press conference about all the meteorological events going on right now with this cold weather. And you need to go in there and you got to ask a question. I very well could make myself look like a fool. Okay? So, I am not this whole you got to have compassion for everybody. Yeah, could she have prepared a little bit more? Sure. But I think in this day and age where we are so quick to just clown people for every mistake and we're so quick to come down on people and smash people, and make them feel so, so, so small. As opposed to doing that, it's all right to look at this situation like I did and say, yeah, there's cutbacks everywhere. There are shrinking workforces everywhere. And I've been in those situations where you are in a Mike Tomlin press conference, or you are in a press conference at the Pirates, or you're somewhere at the Penguins, and it's a big story. And you look around and you don't see the usual suspects. Well, you see them, but you also see people that you're like, wait a minute, that guy was standing outside a salt pile yesterday and now they threw him over here? Oh, yeah, it's because they want another reporter here. I don't really know much about sports. And instead of smashing them and making them feel two inches tall, 
Maybe it's okay to say the next time you see somebody like that, hey, you know, you got any questions, I'll help you out if you're a reporter. But we've gotten so far away from that in society because all we want now and all people will do, and we saw it yesterday, and again, maybe I'm just getting old and I'm getting more compassionate in life, but what we saw yesterday was people race to grab that clip, race to put it on there, and race to clown some woman who I don't even know who it is. No, like, no, I, it's not like I have a connection to this woman. I feel the need to stick up for her. But that is the background of all of this. Honestly, that's the background of all of this. Someone who five, eight, ten years ago never would have been in that press conference because there would have been a lot more people still employed in that newsroom and a sports person would have been in there and it would have been innate to them. They would have known that Ford Field is where the Detroit Lions play. They would have been the person asking that question. So that's what it is. So, again, I was looking at that last night, and then I saw it again over breakfast, and people could have their laugh, and they could chuckle. And I'm sure that person, I'm not sure of this, but I'm taking a pretty decent guess, feels two inches small today because they are the butt of a national joke. And should they have done their journalistic duty and maybe investigate a little bit more? Yeah, I guess some, but we don't always need to step on the gas like you don't, especially now in this day and age where everything is disseminated at just rapid speed and the whole world gets it in one second. And before that press conference was even done, people were cutting it up and putting on social media and saying, look at this buffoon. Look at this goof. They don't know anything of the dumbest person I've ever seen. It's okay, like I said, to have just a little bit of compassion. 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370. Back to this Jim Irsay thing, though. Finding him unresponsive. And if it comes out, like, let's say he admitted that he was back doing drugs and he had an overdose. And it wasn't like a poisoning. It was a drug overdose. And he had to have Narcan, which he did. They administered Narcan. What is your play if you're Roger Goodell? Because the Colts now, what has happened too, he's in charge of the public relation arms for the Colts. He is the owner. So let's connect some dots here. He very well may have made his team lie about them. You know? He may have said to his team, you tell them I have severe respiratory illness. And they're like, well, everybody in Indianapolis know you had a drug overdose. Too bad. You tell them this. I control the message, and I control your paycheck. That's where it's a tough situation. Dave's in Avalon. Hi, Dave. Hey, I was uh, under the, uh, I don't know, not the conspiracy theory type, but I'm wondering if that woman, the other uh, entering that room, people knew who she was, who were sports people, and one guy might have slid her a question like, hey, ask him this. and Oh, like on did. purpose to make herself look foolish. Yes. To ma- and, yeah, because she maybe shunned him for a dinner date or something and just screwed him because they're all local. They're all, you know, they all know each other in the uh, the ring of it all and, and thought it was like, oh, boy, I'm going to make an ass out of her, you know? Yeah, I don't and, uh I don't, I don't know if I take it that far. I don't know if it's that deep. Dan's in Wexford. Hi, Dan. Hey, how you doing, Colin? I'm good, thank you. 
I was just going to say that that was Josiah Anderson from ESPN who works for the NFL that was asking that question. I don't believe it was. So no, no. What's that? I I don't believe it was. I I I heard it was, but I mean, not that. that no, it wasn't. It was a local Tampa that. news reporter. Oh, okay. I was I was told it was Josiah Anderson, but okay. Never mind. Thank you. Good stuff. See, we're all getting our reporting. We're crossing our T's and dotting our I's. The Ursay story interests me a lot more because it's not just about the alleged overdose where they had to use Narcan, right? It's about his ability to control the PR in his organization. So if he's able to do that, has he asked them to lie about things in the past that may or may not have had to do with his health? That's where I'm really interested in. In the way in which he is the story, but then also controls the message. How many more times could he have been the story, but we've never known? The NFL world has never known. It's not gotten out of that bubble because he threatens you with, well, I own the Colts. We control the message. You don't let it get out. You tell them I'm sick. Have and I wonder if there's reporters in Indianapolis, Bob Kravitz comes to mind or people like that, that now start digging into what other stuff has he missed? Has he ever gone missing for a couple days here and there? And do the puzzle pieces fit where he strong-armed people? This is a case, excuse me, a case of strong-arming his, his, uh, the people who are employees of him. There's no question about that. We're not done with this RSA thing at all. Top of the hour, noontime tomorrow. Good afternoon. Mike Tomlin hosting a news conference. The last one of this year. You won't be able to talk to Mike Tomlin now till what, the Combine? Well, I don't even know if he talks to the Combine. The draft, I guess. You have one question for Mike Tomlin. You make it a good one. You have the floor. They say, Brooke Pryor, ESPN. Okay, she asks her question. You know how he takes to those. Then we throw it to you. 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370. What is the question you have if you got just one question for Tomlin tomorrow? Let's hit that next. Sun Chevrolet fan weather. We bring it to you right now. 2024 starts with great incentives. Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. SunChevy.com. High of 21 in the overnight. There's no snow in the forecast overnight. That comes on Friday. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.